This is money line. This is money line. This is money line. This is Moneyline on ESPN 97.5. And on ESPN 97.5.com. Yeah, we made it. You just talk. If they hate it, you know they're watching. Enjoy the show. Enjoy the show. Enjoy the show. Enjoy the show. Live from the Veritex Community Bank Studios, here's Jerry Bowe and Josh Jordan. Lights, camera, world welcome into Moneyline on a beautiful sunday morning we're hype we're in the zone it's a champions league final type of sunday and i'm about to drop the boom no other person can sit here next to me on a sunday morning though it's the statistician it's the partner my partner in grind at josh jordan 97.5 which is where you can find him on twitter josh jordan what's up jerry man whoever was in here before me had this the headsets blasting man my lord mine too uh I can't, and I come in extra loud, you know what I mean? I just told myself, wow, what am I doing? But hey, we're live on a Sunday morning, Champions League final type of Sunday, an, an inch closer to NFL season. Three more Sundays. Type of Sunday. And here we are, 713-780-3776 at Moneyline975 is where you can find us on Twitter. It's Josh Jordan, it's Jerry Bow, and it's our guy behind the glass keeping us in line for the next two hours. What's happening? One, Trey Campbell. Hey guys, um, how y'all doing? Happy Indy 500 day. I'm glad that it's finally here. Um, shout out to Satan, and uh, yeah, it's good to talk. Uh, good to be here. <laughs> shout out to Satan. Satan listens every <laughs> Sunday. It's the gambling show. He's, He's here to check in. He, yeah, he he checks in to see. Who's been doing right? Who's been doing wrong? Whose bets he's going to rip up? Hopefully it's not ours. I'm telling you right now, I have one of my favorite bets maybe in six months. And it happens to be on the Champions League final. I just can't see how this bet doesn't get there. But, you know, those are the ones that usually punch you on the head, right? Those are the ones that usually get you. So make sure that you play cautiously. Don't. Just because it's the last game of the Champions League doesn't mean it's your last game in life. <laughs> no. That happens a lot, though, like in the, whenever you're betting football and the Super Bowl comes around and you're thinking, man, I have this bankroll, and you just empty it just for no reason. This, this is the last game of my football betting career. Let's empty it. Don't do that. Let's play a little smart, but, hey, I am going to press the button just a little bit harder today. What's happening, Josh? Man, loving it, man. Last week, you were on that one. Jerry's big bet last week that paid off, and and I was an idiot. Jerry texted me when it paid <laughs> off, and I forgot the. I thought I put the bet in, but I I guess I didn't hit the final button. And I forgot, and of course I missed out on that money. So don't do like I did. Don't miss out on the bet today. We're gonna drop it at some point in the show, but hey, that's the catch, right? We're gonna make you listen for a while before Jerry makes you some money. And not only that, but we're also going to do the muck my mock. If you weren't uh, around with us last week, or if you're familiar with this show, we do that every year coming up, building us up to football season. Muck my mock, basically a mock draft, but I get to get into Josh's head. He says, hey, I drafted out of such spot, the four spot, and then he tells me this is who I went with, and I get to dig into his, I guess, investigation that he does between uh, round to round. Hey, why did you get this guy? Who else was available there? What was your thought process going forward? Is it because you already had these guys on your team? Whatever that case is, because you know that 
pretty soon here, you're going to be drafting for your fantasy football teams. And you want to know if in a 12 man league, if I draft 11th, who's there in that third round? Like what kind of players? We're going to get to that here on mock my mock. I love that uh, segment. Yeah, it's a lot of fun. And guys, we're getting pretty close. I mean, we'd be watching preseason games right now if it was a normal year. So, uh, you know, just to piggyback on the fantasy football thing, be careful with the rookies this year. Knowing how much these guys get integrated into the offense with with no preseason, a a short offseason, the rookies, I would downgrade them a little bit. I think coaches are going to lean on their veterans a little more. We've seen that with Bill O'Brien trading all his draft picks for veteran guys. So I think it's going to be one of those years where even if you take a guy like Jonathan Taylor from the Colts who was a high draft pick and you think he'll be good, well, he may not be good for your fantasy team until like week eight. And will he still be on your team after eight weeks or will you have dropped him? And according to ADP, he's getting drafted way higher than the guys that have a name and have been playing ball there and probably will get, I guess, the fair share of their carries to start off the season because they're seasoned there. So yep. it's not a, the pretty little shiny gift of, of every year that you say, man, which rookie am I going to get? Which rookie is going to be the breakout? Other than the Kansas City Chiefs rookie running back, that's maybe the only one that, that's head and shoulders above the field. But – Right there, let's start. Kansas City Chiefs, they started allowing fans. They wanted a few fans, uh, I, I believe around 2,000. Well, come to find out, a lot of the fans put their, their mask down. Once they got in there and they got comfortable, that's a big no-no. Man, we knew this It was a possibility, right? And we filled in for John and Lance earlier this week, and you know, we talked about how the Chiefs are going to have fans at the Texans-Chiefs game. They're going to be at, at about 17,000 fans, somewhere around 20% capacity. So... You know, we, we talked about on that show and we, we threw out the question, would you go to a football game? Would you go to a Texans game? Yep. Yeah, you would go, Trey? 100%. And if you want to get in on that, let us know, 713-780-3776. You know, if they're going to have fans, would you go? Would you want to see a game? And it looks like with the Texans, September's out. So they're, they're just going to kind of, you know, wait and see here. Like week two, you're not going to get to go watch Lamar Jackson and the Ravens come to town. That, that, that's not going to be an option. But maybe later in the year you are. But back to your point, when you do get those fans in, even if it is a limited capacity, are they going to do what they're supposed to do and keep their masks on? And, I can't trust them. No. And, and what do you do when everybody's leaving the game? You know, you can get inside and s- spread out, but when you're actually coming in and out of the stadium, how are you not going to be right next to people? I actually have some experience with going to a sporting event. I went to um, a NASCAR race, and it was pretty crazy. I was up in the suite, so I was distance from everybody but I was looking down and I saw when there was a red flag everybody was crowded around in one area where the cars were nobody had a mask on it was absolutely ridiculous and then when we got out everybody was leaving and they kind of made everybody leave like at different times so that's what I think they'll do kind of on football games they'll like They'll say, you know what? Okay, we've had enough people leave. Let's wait ten minutes and then ne- let the next wave of people leave. I mean, that's what I think would happen. It's going to have to be in waves. It, it, you can't. You know what those lines are like trying to get into stadiums. There's no way that could possibly be that. I guess uh, the guidelines are going to, or the whatever rules they put out in place. I'm sure that it's not going to consist of us all sitting around in line saying, hey. Let me in. Let me in. It's got to be in phases for whatever, which way reason. But again, like Josh said, 713-780-3776. If you are interested in going to the game, if if and when you're allowed to, because there's news coming around of 
around the Jets and the Giants facilities, and details are just coming out right now, literally within the last few hours of just that. And I guess tests are coming back inconclusive. They don't know. So right now they're shutting down football activities for the time being. Yeah, and I'm seeing it right here on Pro Football Talk. False positives, man. That could be a, a big issue that we haven't even really thought about. You know, we, we talk about it with fantasy football. You know, if your guy pops up positive on Sunday and then you got to scramble to put in his replacement, it's kind of tricky. And, and Howard, we talked about this before the show. How open are teams going to be about guys? That's what I'm having, You know what I mean? If you say you're the Patriots and you know Cam Newton's not going to play that week, if you're Bill Belichick, you don't want the other team to be able to prepare for Stidham. No. You know, you, you want them to have to account for Cam. So why are you going to be open about that? I feel like they're going to go the NASCAR route and just make them do like questionnaires and not test at some point. They're going to be like, you know what? We're going to get positives, and that's going to endanger our season. So let's just put in all the protocols, the six-feet thing, the whole masks thing, spread everybody out, and let's not test. Let's just do temperature checks. Let's not test at all. And so that way we don't have any positives, We and we can keep playing. And it, and it very well could be that way. You know, let's say it's going into the playoffs. How quick is someone going to be to report that the starting quarterback – Possibly, I wouldn't. Yeah, and say he say it's just symptoms, you yeah. know. And then they do a test, and 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 they're like, well, let's do about three of them. And then the second one comes back negative. <laughs> you <laughs> just then, keep doing it till you get the result you want. Yeah, you know, like hey, odds tells us that uh, we've gotten out of sixty-eight tests. <laughs> yeah, if, the, if the tests are so cheap, why not just keep giving them to them until yeah, they and, get a negative? Until yeah. you get a good spurt, though, you yeah. get like four or five of them. There, and you're like, hey, that's that we're gonna go with. Get out there and play. I'm scared. I'm scared because when there's money tied and we've seen the greed of these actual sports, I mean, when can have you ever seen these billionaires and everyone just being greedy or, or vice versa? Because some players that were saying that it wasn't them and some were saying, just go out there and play the ball game that you, you're paid to play. It's, it's easy us being on the outside saying that, but I saw a Georgia State quarterback uh, in college. He says that he got COVID. He, uh, he's recovered from it, but the impacts that it did on his lungs – He's not ever going to recover from that, so he's opting out of football indefinitely. And that's what we worry about, right? And that's why college football is so concerned. They don't want to be on the hook if these guys have issues later in life. They don't want to get sued. It's kind of – sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off, Jerry, but it's kind of ironic that the NCAA, they don't want to be on the hook for COVID, but when Willis McGahee tore his ACL in half and probably will have a hard time walking when he's, like, in his 50s, that's all right, you know. What, what? That's just part of it. But, man, this COVID, I don't want to be liable. And the twerking contest going on, I looked at the Penn State um, video, the, the the freshman dorm rooms. They uh, saw that. The, the freshman dorms. You probably watched it like me a couple of times. Let's <laughs> be real here. I mean, I, I like it, but just not right now. Yeah, that's a good point. They're you out know? there partying. You're you're thinking, man, this is what, it's what college is about. And then you start thinking, this is COVID right now going on. And there's a twerk contest going on. And, and, and just... For you guys out there that might be joining, going to college or involved in it now, don't be the guy that jumps in the middle of the twerking contest. You know, the girls, everyone's partying and stuff, and then there's always that one guy that runs out there, and everyone starts booing him. You know, he runs out there, he does a couple moves, and everyone's like, get out the way. Don't be that guy. Don't be that guy. Those people are the worst, you know? Like, why? What, 
Well, who needed them around? Who invited them? It's like Billy Bob in Varsity Blues who gets up on the stripper pole and starts taking his clothes off. I gotta like, watch no, that movie. Man, you do need to see that. But yeah, you don't need to do that. We're good. Just it's usually put the, the guy, girls to it. It's usually the guy that wasn't even invited, though. Like he said, who invited the guy? <laughs> it's usually like the guy's friend that he wasn't even invited, and he brings a friend. You're thinking, man, we didn't even invite this guy, and he brought a friend and his girlfriend, and then they're the ones hitting the keg cups, you know? And everyone's like, hey, just pitch in two bucks for the keg cups. <laughs> You know, just pitch. And then they're the guys that are like, man, I didn't bring any dollars. I didn't bring any money. I'll get you next time. That's the guys, you know, bring their own cake cups. <laughs> yeah, the guys that bring their own that don't want to pay in. You remember that? Yes. You like you went through the, the trouble of going up because I know they don't sell those Dixie cups in singles. Like, did you go to the grocery store and buy a single Dixie cup? No. So then that came out of a packet. You stole your mom's Dixie cups to come over here and steal our beer? There was always that guy. Always. And he's, he's always the guy asking for the keg stands, too. You like, you didn't even put in on the keg cup. And you're trying to do keg stands? The nerve. Beat it. Beat it. We're not going to beat it at all during the next <laughs> hour and 45 minutes. Not at least. Uh, let me leave that alone. Let me get you on the right side of some Champions League game today. I'm telling you right now. I love this bet. I hope you stick with us. The last few weeks, I've been giving you secrets. It's been personal. It's been spoken to you like this because I don't want you to tell the public. But today, I'm going to scream it loud and we're going to yell. We're going to yell goal many of times for this one particular side. You're listening to Money line here at ESPN 97.5. Looking for a quick online sports fix? Then try SportsMap.com. SportsMap is your online home for the teams you care about most, like the Astros, Texans, and Rockets. Unlike other sports media in town, you'll find unfiltered opinions on SportsMap. Plus, you can check out videos featuring your favorite ESPN 97.5 hosts, including John, Lance, Charlie, Joel, AJ, Fred, and more. SportsMap.com. Like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter. That's SportsMap.com. is Moneyline on ESPN 97.5. And on ESPN 97.5.com. Live from the Veritex Community Bank Studios, here's Jerry Bowe and Josh Jordan. Hello, everyone. I'm so sorry I can't be with you tonight. However, I couldn't completely miss the chance to take a moment to share some thoughts with all of you. The lesson I cherish the most is how important it is to love what you do. If you love what you do, and it's making you happy. All the hard work and perseverance will pay off. I once had a guidance counselor tell me that I shouldn't play basketball, that it would never amount to anything for me. His negativity towards me made me stronger. You can't stop people from trying to limit your dreams, but you can stop it from becoming a reality. Your dreams are up to you. I encourage you to always be curious, always seek out things you love, and always work hard once you find it. So with that, I'll let you carry on with your evening. Please know I'm thinking of you, supporting you, and encouraging you always. Peace. That is one, Kobe Bryant, the Mamba. And today would have been his 42nd birthday. It uh, It's still rough listening to that, right? It just it is inspirational though, right? For sure, and that's why I uh, I kind of wanted to to touch the that base here on on a Sunday morning because 
it's cliche when people say, you know, if if you get to do what you what you love, it's not really work, right? And and people take that for granted because you get caught up in everyday life and you say, man, this is just who I am, you know, I'm this is the guy I am and you, sometimes you just don't get the chance to chase it, but whatever it is, man, you're putting off out there. Sometimes it's too late. You see time time uh, waits for no man. Now you're right. I you know, it's funny. I saw Howard Stern was talking with Jerry Seinfeld about you know how he, you know he was so motivated and and he was really strict with himself to try and make it to the top and that you know how he really you know put guidelines around himself to you know to really make sure he had the work ethic to do it and Jerry Seinfeld was like man it's it's not motivation or work ethic it's like you got to love it you know that's why you spend all those times putting those bits together and you know just getting ready for the next day for your show not because you had willpower you know willpower can end in a couple of weeks you know like you eat really healthy and then after a couple of weeks it goes away but like truly loving something that's what makes you you know strive to be great and howard stern was like man you're right <laughs> jerry you're right it wasn't willpower i i loved it and that's what it is when i mean not to throw any any kind of shine on us but coming up here on a sunday for Going in our third year, you know, it's 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 tough to you're sitting up on a Saturday watching a UFC fight, whatever it is, hanging out with some friends, drinking some beer at the back of your head. You still know, like, I have to do a show tomorrow morning yes. and be in good shape. And at first, you know, it became it, it took some getting accustomed to not that we're 18 year old kids out there partying at keg parties, not showing up, keg with, showing up with the Dixie. Cut. <laughs> yes. But uh, we're we're still guys that you know that's that's our night. You know we like to watch sports. We like to have a few drinks. But at the end of the day, this is what you do. To, you love and and when we show up here, it's always like that. Well, here we go. It's it's go time again. So again, find something that you love. Hopefully, it's out there. And if it's not, I guess keep searching for it because it's it's don't wait for time. Time doesn't wait for you. Now another person that's going to be dealing with time, Ron Rivera, will start undergoing chemotherapy um, for the next seven weeks. Uh, all prayers to him. He says he's going to keep trying to coach through it as much as he can, seeing they're going to play it by ear, but they've already had little plan Bs, for example. They say they're going to put other plan Bs, plan Cs in, into play just in case. But uh, all prayers to him. Hopefully it works out, man. It, rough year for the Washington football team, right? I'm still getting accustomed to saying that. Yeah, me too. I, I, I was paying attention as I was saying it. But, man, it's been they've had a lot of challenges this year. And uh, kind of the good story is Alex Smith trying to come back, yeah. right? That's pretty cool. Do you think cool. he's going to start? I don't. I think they'll. I don't know if Dwayne Haskins will finish the year, but I think they'll at least start with him. I yeah. heard Kyle Allen is being touted as kind of the the week one starter. Right See, now. I've seen that too because people are like, "Oh, well, you know, he already knows the system," but he's he has no chance, in my opinion, of being a you know a good player you know go ahead and see what you got with haskins yeah and and another thing we've been hearing the beat they've been trying to beef up haskins all off season you know yeah. like he's made strides like no other his confidence has at a, a, an all-time high i don't believe any of it anything coming from that team i don't believe it i mean they don't even have a team name how can you believe anything that they're saying <laughs> i can't believe that they can't come up with a name or they like they don't have anybody in graph like a graphic designer that can come up with a logo and a name like right now they're really going with the football team are in they, Washington. Are they just trolling the NFL? I feel like they are. Because they kind of got forced to change their name, so they're just trolling them like, oh, okay, we'll be the Washington football team. Because there's so many <laughs> names that they could go through. Let's be serious. Yes. I like you that guy. Red Tails. I like the guy that uh, went and bought all the rights. You saw that? Yeah. Like, uh, he was smart. He started trying to predict what they could use, and it's like, hey, you want it? Here it is. Here it is. We got some breaking news about the other team in Maryland. Well, 
this news has been going circling. Not this is particular breaking news, but to give you a, a roundup what's going on, Earl Thomas has been beefing with teammates. And inside that locker room, we know that maybe he's getting looked at in a different way as to, okay, last season there's reports coming out now that he was missing team meetings. Mm-hmm. He was late on multiple occasions, and then on some, he didn't even show up for that position meeting. He just didn't even show up. But, okay, okay it got swept under the rug somewhat. Now, all of a sudden, we saw we know the uh, the brotherly love that he lived during this offseason. We know, <laughs> okay, we know about that situation. So maybe he has a lot of things going on and practice him and another safety, the backup safety, to be uh, to be exact. They get into beef, and it happened multiple times to now where the uh, Ravens said, you know what, take a day off. And you have to wonder, you've seen some reports that – they can maybe get out of like ten million bucks of his contract, and they might be using this as an excuse. Is there a market for him? Yes. Um, do y'all want to hear who the team is that's uh, in on him? This hold is on. Bre- take a, take a guess first before this he is tells breaking you. Breaking news, by the way. Mm. Breaking news. I bet they have a star on their helmet. A star on their helmet. That's my guess. All right, give me the give me the news. The football team in Dallas. Yep. The Dallas Cowboys are in on Earl Thomas. It's breaking news. Schefter just tweeted it out. He said um, they're either willing to trade for him, but they're square on getting Earl Thomas. So there you go. This has been in the making for a while, right, Trey? It's been in the making for like three years. I'm not going to get my hopes up. But he is one of the best safeties in football still. He had a pretty good season last year. I mean, he wasn't what he was when he was the Legion of Boom. But if he can get close to that, I think Dallas is going to have a, ooh, man, that's going to be a tough defensive unit when they – when they get Earl Thomas, I'm excited. It's 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 a lot that goes to it though because remember he he just recently went there, right? And he's yeah. he's not cheap. So right off the top, they would take a five million dollar cap charge. This is the Ravens in 2020. They would take another ten million in 2021. Right. There off the is top. that incentives clause that they have because he was banging that one chick with his brother. So that's the incentives clause. Like uh, if they can use that to their advantage and cut him without any any ramifications. <laughs> I think it's in the contract. It specifically says no three way. Yeah, in this no contract. banging, no <laughs> with your brother banging women with your brother while you're married. Um, so He's like, I, I was just watching. Look, if you look me up on Pornhub, <laughs> I'm under cuckold. I was just, I was just man. We were really going off the deep end here on a Sunday. I don't. I feel bad for all of the kids that are listening. I feel bad for Earl Thomas. You got to read that fine print. I feel yeah. bad for his brother because he was getting all the groupie. You know, if you're Earl Thomas' brother, that's probably how he got into the position of being with multiple women in bed, and now his brother's doing this. But if you get that Dallas Cowboys star on your helmet, yeah, that does gonna, something for you. Gonna, that, that's probably going to be a contract incentive. For the Dallas Cowboys, they'll he'll probably be, get like two million bucks. He'll be tagging in Michael Irvin. Yeah, t- Michael Irvin will be jumping in. Nate Newton will make an appearance. You know, they'll go back to the White House. <laughs> I, I there, there's for sure a market on Earl Thomas, though. I yeah. mean, if, remember the market whenever he was leaving the Seahawks. Whenever he did the the coveted, I, I'll never forget that image of him on the cart and then him flicking off. Yeah, remember he was flicking off the sidelines that, because that was probably his uh, kind of. Uh, his signature moment. They didn't let him. Uh, they didn't. They didn't. Remember, he they, he was almost forced to go out there. Remember, he didn't want to. He was trying to restructure things, and that's that's why you can't be a certain way. Whenever these guys try to get their money, you you never talk in another man's pockets. That's that's the golden rule. We saw what happened with with McCoy on the Cowboys, the specific Cowboys. Now you see him. Don't get me wrong. He t- walks away with a little about a three million dollar little little paycheck, but. It, it, 
expectations were higher. He he was feeling it. No doubt. And hey, Trey, correct me if I'm wrong. They're moving some money around, right? Yeah. Doing some restructuring. I'm, you know, my first thought was, you know, maybe Clowney, but I just I don't think they have enough money to get him. No, no way. And Clowney definitely wants a lot more than uh, what people are willing to give him. But I know losing um, Gerald McCoy with a torn pec muscle, they're trying to get some more. They're trying to beef up that defense a little bit more. I know he doesn't play in the secondary, but having somebody who's physical like Earl Thomas in the backfield would really, really do numbers for a kind of a thinner defensive line considering that they lost they lost what's uh what's his face to the Bears. They lost um that uh Bennett or it wasn't Bennett, it was somebody else, but they lost one of their best D linemen to the Bears. So and now they lost Gerald McCoy. So they're trying to beef up that defense yeah. as much as they Byron can. Jones too. Yeah, Byron free agency. Jones. He got like three hundred million dollars. Tyron Smith is the guy that they converted his contract. Basically, eight point nine million of his base salary. They're turning it into a, a bonus. And it's funny how NFL contracts work, right? Yep. Because you can uh, when they say, "Man, we're up against the cap. We're, we're sweating. We can't even eat around this place." And then all of a sudden, they're like, "Well, why don't we just convert? He's on a five-year. We'll back pay a little bit, take this in bonus." And all of a sudden, we're clearing up way where they say that that way has to be uh, somewhere around that thirty-seven point seven million that Dak Prescott's going to get hit on. You know, Ooh. he's saying thanks. I mean, I appreciate you guys. Robert Quinn was who I was thinking of, by the way. I appreciate you guys trying to, you know, do this for me. I need to get paid still. Hopefully that that's – he's hoping that's what's going to happen. I believe that that's what's going to happen. I think that they're opening ways for Prescott to get that money that – I'm not going to say he deserves, but that he's asking for. That's going to be interesting because you heard it it got pretty heated between Jerry and Dak's side. And, like, Dak's brother started coming out and talking. You know it's a bad situation, Jerry, when you're a player dealing with your contract with a team and your brother's out talking to the media about your contract. That's never a good thing. It's never a good thing when these Kansas City Chiefs fans get out there and they take off their mask. No. You know why, though? And I'm going to tell you why. Because it wasn't the Boomer Naturals mask. And that's why. Because it's not comfortable. I'm not going to be honest. Maybe they were wearing those little disposable masks. Those things are uncomfortable. Comfortable. I actually have a situation. I have some friends that say, "Hey, does that work?" Because my wife wears that those those disposables, and it breaks her face out at work. It just does. It just the way it is. Uh, I have another friend that says, "Man, I work out in the field uh, and, and doing manual labor. I, those those disposable masks. You know how hard it is to get them and come on to take them off." He says, "I like the Boomer Naturals neck gaiters. They also yeah. offer those. Go ahead and check those out. If you don't like the traditional, go over your ears type of mask. The neck gaiter just goes over your neck. You can go ahead and stretch it up. It's like a retractable." roof of the face uh, with protection. That's what it reminds me of. Again, only at Boomer Naturals. This is what you're going to go. You're going to go to BoomerNaturals.com. You're going to use promo code Jerry, and you're going to save 20%. 20% just for using that name Jerry. I don't even know that guy that well, but I would use it if I did. Also, if you order at least $50 worth, you get free shipping and handling. And I, I had a ton of people telling me, they, they would post pictures, hey, I ordered it. Three days later, they already had it. It's breathable. I'm telling you, I like it because I can actually speak in it and not feel like, hey, I need to let it down the retractable roof has got to open and close that costs money to do that again go to boomernaturals.com use promo code jerry and you're going to save 20 percent for the best mask out on the market protects you it's comfortable it's breathable and it's winnable because we're going to drop the boomers natural winning play here on espn 97.5 espn 97.5 
You're listening to Moneyline on ESPN 97.5. And on ESPN 97.5.com. Live from the Veritex Community Bank Studios, here's Jerry Bowe and Josh Jordan. Welcome back to Moneyline, 713-780-3776 at Moneyline 97.5 is where you can find us on Twitter. Phone lines are open, 713-780-3776 for text, for calls, everything you want to contact us with. Also, we're taking subscriptions, we're taking entries into the fantasy football leagues, the Moneyline, uh, Moneyline Fantasy Football Leagues, because we're running out of time. I don't know how far, what are you doing with your traditional leagues that you play in every year? Did y'all, are y'all keeping the same draft dates or y'all pushing it back? What's, we're pushing it back uh, pretty far i think what's kind of cool is i think we're gonna do it on zoom so this is a great year where you're probably not gonna get together with your buddies for the draft right so that means you can kind of do it you know whenever's convenient you do it a couple nights before the draft and get on zoom with your friends and do it or that's what's kind of nice because you don't have to get everybody together people just got to get on their laptop so the timing makes it easier but the one thing we are changing is the way we do our rosters. We're going to move to more flexes. So instead of having like, you have to start two running backs, you have to start two or three receivers. We're just going to say you have to start one running back, one receiver, and then the rest are flexes. That'll be interesting. Yeah. So if you, you know, you get to that spot where, you know, somebody has COVID, you're not forced to have to start two running backs. You can just put one of your other players. So in there'll that be spot. two extra flexes. It'll be like a flex at the bottom and a flex in for like the second running back. Right. That's kind of cool. I, I I think a lot of leagues are going to be doing that this year. How about these things? What do you think about this, guys? Uh, different ideas to make your league, I guess, COVID-proof or as much as you can. Uh, expanded rosters has to be something, yes. right? Not traditional 15 to 16, man. Yeah. Maybe you add you know, another three or four spots just so that – you know, you have some flexibility. I think, you know, carrying a backup quarterback, a backup tight end makes a lot of sense this year. But we were talking about it before the show. You probably need to put some limits on positions because you may expand the <laughs> rosters. If we have talked about this, there'll always be that guy that hoards running backs and he'll have like eight running backs on his roster. And no receivers. And no, yeah, and no backup quarterback or tight end. He didn't even draft a tight end at all. No. So, you know, you're, there's always going to be that guy. So be careful, you know, maybe limit like, oh, you know, we're going to expand the rosters, but you can don't. You can't have more than six running backs or something like that. You spoke about team quarterbacks before saying, hey, instead of saying Brady, saying in case Brady does go down, we're saying team quarterback for the Buccaneers. How about team team for the kicker as well? We forget yes. about the lonesome kicker. Adam Sandler made a, a perfect song for it. But uh, it just we have to think about that as well. Give me the kicker for X team no matter who's up there. But then you had another curveball you threw at me. Yeah, because if you go with the team quarterback, like get this, Trey. What if you take the Saints and Drew Brees throws a touchdown to Taysom Hill? Do you get double fantasy points for yeah, that? Yeah, that's what I've always been wondering. <laughs> could you play Taysom Hill as a flex? Like You could. But, some leagues have him, yeah. But if he's he's technically a quarterback too, you know, are you doubling up on fantasy points if, you know, Breeze throws him a, a pass? So Didn't that happened sometime with like a running back. They had him listed as a tight end and you could play him as a tight end. Yes. As a I can't remember who it was. But, but this this particular situation is different Jaylen though Samuels. because he's taking up two roster spots right. basically cuz you'll have him you'll have him say you started him on your flex hill and then and then breeze goes out but it's you're still getting point for team quarterback saint so then basically you're getting the passing touchdown from hill and then if he catches it or it's just it's a headache it's a yeah headache. you the only way to address that if you're going to go that route you just have to build that into the value so you say hey the saints quarterback is more valuable than some of the other quarterback team quarterbacks because 
because of stuff like that that can happen. And maybe you could see that, you know, with the Patriots. Or if, the Packers. Yeah, you know, exactly. Any of these teams that are, you know, you could man, you could see it with the Eagles too. Jameis Winston's talking about what am I, chopped beef on money line? Like what what am I? That's so crazy. They brought in Jameis, like, and he's he's just kind of there. He's not even being considered like he's his only option to play this year is if Drew Brees gets hurt. If he doesn't get hurt, Jameis Winston didn't even see in the field. Well, I mean, you throw 30 interceptions, that's, that's what happens. That's probably true. How I about was weirded out by that. I didn't get that signing. I, I mean, you're so set on Taysom. I, I, I didn't understand that. But we saw they went to Bridgewater last year in the same scenario. They didn't go with Hill. So. How about practice squads, though, for your fantasy team? Another option, we said expanded rosters. How about having basically a practice squad, an extra quarterback, maybe two running back spots, maybe two receiver spots, and then having them almost like an IR. And then I don't know how you even designate it, but having them to where you can rotate them in so then you're not stuck. It's I can't believe we're talking yeah. about like this is real life. Like, like yeah. I, sh- I feel like I should be over here off 610 with a job the way I'm having to dig into this. But these are things that we're going to have to learn on the go. You know somewhere out there someone's going to come into that predicament where Hill scores double points and, and it's going to be a fight. And then yeah. that commissioner, being a commissioner is a tough job. We That's a great point jerry let me talk about this if you're a a, you know a commissioner you need to set up expectations before the season starts like what if the season stops halfway through the season you know like who wins the money does everybody get their money back is is it the person with the most amount of points when the season is if it i mean what you need to tell people ahead of time like we have to play this many games before there's a payout there's going to be a fight there's going to be a fight there's going to be a fight there's going to be that dude that maybe one of his you know, one of his teams maybe started off slow or an early injury. And then like that week seven to 10, he's been outscoring the league. He scored 140 points yep. and he's got all his guys back. And then all of a sudden the league stops. But then he's like, man, I was, I was fringe on the playoffs. I've been whooping everybody. He starts comparing. I've whooped the guy in first place. I whooped the guy. I'm yep. the defending champion. Like that's going to end friendships. We always talk about yeah. the ones I'm, I'm telling you, I had friends that were calling each other midnight, we're over here drinking beer, and we're thinking, are you really going to fight him? And I'm all here for it. Let's see him. And calling him drunk. I, t- I told the story before on the show that in past years, called the friend up, told him it was over a trade, at drop trades, and, and he thought it was it was collusion going on. He told that guy, I'm going to fight him. Well, he lived, I mean, a good 10 minutes away, uh, and this is in car distance. Well, my friend, he, no one was going to take him. We were sitting around drinking off the keg, and um, basically he said, well, I'm walking. Well, he ended up getting a public intoxication. What an idiot. <laughs> he said he was going to go fight him. Next thing you know, the man got arrested, public intoxication. We didn't, because we didn't know if he ever made it over there. We're thinking, man, he should be over there. We called him. He said, no, nah, what are you talking about? He said he never showed up, and then we never heard from him for about a day and a half. Then he got released from jail, and uh, that was his story. That sounds like the episode, like an episode of The League. Remember yes. that show, The League? That's kind of what that reminds me of. It's a great, great show. It's a it's a TV show about friends that are in a fantasy league together. If you've never seen it, I think it was on like FX. Yeah, it was on FX and Netflix too. Yeah, so it's a good show. It's definitely worth checking out because. They get into to all the fantasy football scenarios that we all deal with, and it's pretty funny stuff, man. Definitely, definitely worth a watch. How about these two options? Because you've talked about alternatives to maybe running a best ball league right now. Like best ball yeah. might be the best decision for you in the predicaments that we're in right now because it just takes the best points overall points of your or your top scores, for example, and it puts them up there. You don't have to worry about no waiver wire. Is that an option, or do you think that DFS maybe becomes more important or more more popular, let's say, this year because it's 
it's week to week. You don't have to worry. But still, you're leading up to kickoff. We've heard that 90 minutes is going to be the protocol. 90 minutes pre-kickoff is when the teams have to disclose. That's tough. So it brings me to another point. Some teams have waiver wires. And the way the waiver wires work, it's in sometimes order. So say you pick somebody up, you have to wait a certain amount of time. Or some guys that get dropped, they're on waivers for X amount of time. Waiver wire's got to be open, I'm guessing, right? It's got to be add and drop as you please. That would be ideal, you know, because cause that's the issue, right? If somebody drops somebody right before game time, he, you know, he's on waivers. You can't pick him up in most leagues. The other thing I would say is make sure you, your roster doesn't lock, your waivers don't lock until that player's game starts. If you're in one of those leagues where the rosters lock at noon on Sunday, that's not good. L- let it lock when the, the player's game happens because what if it's you know Monday night football and you, you know Saquon Barkley's going for you and then all of a sudden he pops up you know with COVID. And then how are you going to go pick up a running back if all the waivers locked on Sunday and you need somebody for Monday Night Football? So go that route if you're a commissioner. Get it to lock when the game starts. Let me go over to Twitter right here. We got our man Lamont. He says, I can see Bill Belichick exploiting COVID. Probably coached up his O-line to start coughing and sneezing before the snap. <laughs> That's a good point. Yes. Our guy Chris to the E says, there's video out there. Find it, Jugs. Alex Smith looks better than Haskins right now. A lot of people are saying that. And that's not surprising. I mean, he had a lot of good years, but have you seen his leg? Like Alex Smith, have you seen no, his leg? No. Oh my God! Like I don't plan on looking at it. I mean, there's it's a, not normal still. It. I mean, it looks like a piece of beef jerky. I mean, it, he had to have like other muscles like taken out of other parts of his body and put into his leg. Like they thought he could die for a while. Like he was getting infected. Yeah, yeah. He he, he sepsis or something like that. Like it was a bad deal. Like they thought for sure he was going to lose the leg. But thank God he's recovered. But man, it looks bad. Like I'm, I'm surprised he's trying to come back. Yeah, man. Why, that's scary. Why would you after something like that? I, it, it, I don't, I don't get it. It's, I would just retire. It's crazy though, man, because it, he's had to fight. You, you. They talk about loving your job and loving what you do. Yeah. Imagine that fight because he, I forget how many. It was a ridiculous amount of surgeries. It was something that it seemed it was like almost twenty. Or something. <laughs> yeah, it's, seriously, it's like twenty surgeries. What are we doing here? I'm not sure what we're doing here. I know one thing though. I know we're going to win some money today. It's the big game, the Champions League final. There's no way I'm going to let you lose. I can't. I just can't do that. Ain't nobody freshes us. Ain't nobody freshes to how we do it here on ESPN 97.5. You're listening to Moneyline. Warning, warning. You're listening to ESPN 97.5. is Moneyline on ESPN 97.5. And on ESPN 97.5.com. Live from the Veritex Community Bank Studios, here's Jerry Bowe and Josh Jordan. It's Moneyline here on ESPN 97.5 on a Sunday morning. We're here getting you ready, trying to get you on the right side of some money, trying to get you ready for your fantasy football seasons and trying to not mess up your breakfast. <laughs> or As uh, Josh did here and shown me one Alex's, uh, Alex Smith's leg, it looks like, and I, no pun intended, no, no, no making fun of it, but it looks like a Slim Jim a beef jerky. <laughs> it does, it does. I'm not, I'm not sure he's going to play football in that thing. And I told Josh he's going to end up like the stripper over here at Ocean's Cabaret, <laughs> which we're going to get into. But first, let's get right to the Trumpy listener land, man. Let's get over to Lamont. He wants to talk about football. What's going on, Mont? 
say, man, uh, you know, rarely do I call in with uh, uh, gambling questions, but I'm going to tie this to gambling. Uh, I believe that I believe that the NFL, uh, I, I think with all sports, uh, I mainly hear it in the NFL and the NBA. Uh, these teams and they, uh, the media people is going to have to probably, you know, change their language around a little bit. Uh, you know, it was very common for years to uh, hear flu-like symptoms. Now flu-like symptoms actually mean something. Uh, when somebody say flu-like symptoms, uh, uh, I, I'm, I'm guessing that would just, just shock me. Because, you know, in the past, People could have flu-like symptoms, and you can still expect them to give it a go. Play. Now when you hear flu-like symptoms and you got money on the line and stuff, you're thinking, whoa, whoa, exactly what type of flu-like symptoms these are. And that's all I had, man. I just think that uh, uh, a lot of language is going to have to be uh, changed when, it's, when it gets to uh, reporting the injuries. Uh, not, not, not the injuries, but the sicknesses and ailments and stuff out there. That's all I had, fellas. Good show. No, man, that's a, that's a perfect – starting point right there because if you tie that to gambling i mean what what's the language okay the, the flu game i mean that never happens although they say it was pizza but yeah. just just stupid things like that like certain moments never happen if we're talking about flu-like symptoms so what happens if they're if there's somebody that's close to the family like the wife's wife's friend and the wife's just on her phone with her friend hey girl you know yeah he's got sniffles we're gonna be all right that wife goes on a monday or tuesday and tells her husband her husband's going back to work He's at the he's at the power plants, chemical plants. You know, he's working to five twelves that week, and he's telling everybody all week. Like I'm telling you, I know that this guy's got the sniffles, and they're like, mm-hmm. man, it's the sniffles. And we're talking about no, but it, the sniffles are magnified to times one hundred during, during this COVID times. Or we've talked about what's going to be the tags. Usually, we see probable, doubtful questionable right and then you know that the percentages go around there and what's going to be they're going to have to throw in a, 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 another option i think it just it's going to have to sit you on the side and just say hopeful <laughs> hopeful yeah, hopeful <laughs> hopeful that <laughs> we could see something like that and for me too it's like when are they going to be able to come back you know i guess you know how long do these guys have to be you know away from people quarantining before they can come back and play what the nice thing about football is you only play once a week. Yeah. So you get a longer window than if like baseball where you play every day. That's kind of what I'm thinking. If it's just once a week, like we're seeing like some athletes like and NASCAR and everything. I can only speak to NASCAR because that's all I know. But like I've saw two drivers come down with COVID and come back one week later, like with no ramifications. So if it's anything like that, it. I don't know. It might just be a week, but you never, you know, you never really know. Uh, people react differently to this virus. So, wow. Let's go straight to Twitter right now because I went to Galveston yesterday, and on the way back, there's something near and dear to my heart that I always have to look over to the right. On the way back home, you look over to the right of 45 South, <laughs> and you see the Ocean's Cabaret, and that brings me to our guy Daniel Turnbow right here. It says, man. What you know about the Ocean's Cabaret? Never seen a one-leg stripper there, but used to be a one-armed man there. <laughs> we actually rode a keg in there for my 22nd birthday. <laughs> and you know, when people tell you these stories, you don't even hesitate. You say, yeah, I believe it. You know it's a classy place when it's BYOB and you, you have that guy rolling in his little igloo cooler, like setting to camp out for like 12 hours. You know, you know, he's there for breakfast, lunch, dinner. And they're like, we don't even serve food here. You know, we don't even serve food here. And you're here for, for dinner, for food? Get out of here. Now, another guy yesterday, whenever I posted... I I should have I should have uh, grayscaled it, you know, like R.I.P. Yes. to the Ocean's Cabaret. But I wanted to bring life out of the picture. I needed the, the the palm trees. The palm trees are still green as ever, you know. They're still bright as ever. And one guy said last night, 
That place, if you're from Houston, those two strip joints were the rites of passage for every teenage kid coming up. You know, that's your rites of passage. Like, at one point or another, you either wanted to be in there or you were there. But if you were there and you paid close attention, very, very close attention, there was a one-legged stripper. I'm telling you, she was... She was fantastic, and I do remember her. Shout out to her if she's listening. I've, we, we touch that base every year because we hope that she becomes a listener. I don't know if she played fantasy football. Oh, we got to have her on the show. The way she smoked cigarettes, I don't even think she's alive now. She would walk around on that leg and just smoke. Rest in peace to her. Rest yeah. in peace to Ocean's Cabaret. Rest in peace to Ocean's Cabaret. I uh, I grew chest hair coming out of that place, and I don't know if it was, it was supposed to be that way. I don't even know what happened, but again— Shout out to the Ocean's Cabaret. You hold a place near and dear to all of our hearts. Man, a lot of these places, are they got to be having issues, right? You know, you, you can't really have bars open right now. And we've seen people getting around it, right, where they sell you like a $300 Hot Pocket, and then the bottle service comes out with the, the <laughs> Hot Pocket. It's, is like right. a, it's like a two-liter of Dr. Pepper. Like yes. you know, so, Mountain Dew. Yeah, so basically you're, you know, you're getting bottle service, but they're really just charging you for a $300 Hot Pocket, and all the sparklers come out. and <laughs> that's, that's how they're getting around some of these rules. It's pretty funny, man. And have you seen the drive-thru strip clubs? Because they don't want people, you know, getting COVID. So they have the strippers. Basically, it looks like a car wash. And they're dancing on the sides. And people are just driving through. This yeah. We're going to look back on 2020, yes. man. Like Someone needs to make a book illustrated. Like This is what we live. Because you're going to tell people, man, there was drive through strip clubs. Yes. Or boys were charging $300 for a Hot Pocket. Someone's going to say, I just paid $300 for a Hot Pocket yesterday. Yeah. I mean, everyone. But uh, he's saying, uh, honestly, these are strange times, like Lamont said. How does it do to gambling? Like gambling is such the home field advantage. You always throw three points in for football for the most part, three and some little bit less, some a little bit more. But there isn't three points anymore. How do you honestly make a bet on a Monday whenever you're supposed to gain edge thinking, man, my guy might go down. I I mean, he might. Oh, we got a caller wanting to talk about the Ocean's Cabaret. Get on in here. It's the HRMP listener line. It's Sunday. It's the Ocean Cabaret's line. Go ahead, Andrew. Let's talk about the Ocean's Cabaret. What do you got for us? <laughs> y'all, I mean, y'all are just making me laugh. Uh, I remember my first time I was 18. Is BYOB, so we brought our own cooler. I was 18. <laughs> the cooler. The first strip club I could went to. I'll never forget it. That's <laughs> That's for sure. Hey, I'm telling you, everyone knows it, it touches like if you're even if last time we were driving, we were we were brought up this subject and a man was driving. He said, you know, I had to I had to step away from the wife for a little bit to call you guys because <laughs> I've been there. I have. It's close to my heart. I have experiences and memories there. Let's call it not even experiences. <laughs> but uh, it's it's funny driving by a man and looking to the left and saying if those walls could talk. Uh, no, did, Andrew, did you go to the champagne room? That's what everybody wants to know. The 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 side room. The, I, I don't I don't even know if I went back there or not. I can't remember <laughs> the times I went there. But yeah, I see it a lot. I drive like to Galveston a lot, and, uh, and there's a lot of memories in there. A lot of memories forgotten too. Well, we appreciate the memories. We appreciate the call again. Seven one three seven eight zero three seven seven six. Hey, go ahead. And by the way, I love y'all's show. I love Moneyline. Uh, keep up the good work. Hey, we appreciate you, all you listeners. Lamont, I know Lamont takes his Sunday mornings to go out there. He has landing. I always watch his videos. I'm a, I'm a big uh, go out in the in the wild, just in not even wild, just out in the country, you know. And I know that's what he's probably doing right now. Shout out to all you guys. Our third year, coming yeah. up on our third football season. I don't know. Uh, I don't know how they kept us here. I don't think we're that great, but here we are.
<laughs> we got them fooled. So we'll we'll keep doing it until they tell us to stop coming up here. And man, are you going to give out that play? When are we going to do that? You got to well, tease this for the people. Put it like this: We're going to go to break here, and when we come back, I'm going to drop that play. It's been a long time since we did money. On my Ooh, mind. It it's been at least a year since you've heard money on my mind. Coming up next here on Moneyline ESPN 97.5. ESPN 97.5.